1: We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back.
2: So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products.
1: Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
2: Importante tercera y seis. Miren la carga de San Francisco. Vienen con todo mundo. Suelta largo, cuidado, es intercepción. No, es pase completo y allá va Jordan Nelson metiéndose a touchdown. Suenan los cañones y todavía le quedaban siete segundos más a los Kings.
3: Ellos fueron cuatro.
2: Our good friend wow. Rebecca Landa with the call for ESPN Deportes. Oh, it was quite a night. If you are a Vikings fan, if you are a 49ers fan, it's one, two, four, get. Either way, this is the El Huddle podcast where we celebrate Latino culture, the NFL, and beyond. I'm Will Salva. I am joined by my hermana, my prima, my prima hermana, <laughs> MJ Acosta.
1: Ruiz. By the way, that whole sequence only makes sense to Latinos, right? Like oh, yeah. they fully understand what we mean by like prima hermana, prima hermano. Oh,
2: absolutely. It's good
1: to be back in it's, the flesh. Yes,
2: absolutely. As always, yeah. prima hermana. Uh, as we had mentioned in the last podcast, there were six teams that had a siestecita mm-hmm. in week seven. Week eight, we're going to see everybody trabajando. Everybody's going to be working, so nobody's going to have a bye week. But we just heard the Vikings and the 49ers. For the Vikings, they seemed like the team that was more desperate. The 49ers could not get off the field on third down. The protection for Kirk Cousins was excellent. The pass rush for the 49ers couldn't get any sort of pressure on Kirk Cousins. It was amazing. Yeah. Kirk Cousins was just slicing and dicing him up.
1: It, and I think a lot of people are, are we, have we underestimated the Vikings yet again?
2: Maybe, maybe. Yeah.
1: So far, right now it looks that way, doesn't
2: well, it? Well, we'll see. At least this performance that they showed us, mm-hmm. they had their game planned. The defense from Brian Flores yeah. was excellent.
1: I heard Brian Flores' name so many times last night. I was like, yeah. All right, B Flow. B
2: Flow, feeling the flow. Let's go. During that game. Yeah. And now the question is with the 49ers, after now two consecutive losses, yeah. they have to get ready for the Bengals, mm-hmm. who are just coming off of their bye, yeah. one of those teams that's well rested. We saw uh, Joe Burrow and the way that he played before the bye week looked much better. Much better. Looked much more like the Joe Burrow that we've been that accustomed we to. The Burrow and of your. The 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 <laughs> definitely of your. Right. And yeah. now there's gonna have to be some adjustments from the 49ers because yeah. Joe Burrow is probably looking at the middle of the field the way that Kirk Cousins did last night on Monday night and licking yeah. his chops because the 49ers had no answer either. Because they're roaming all around, and then we saw Steve Wilkes making that call with the all-out blitz. It was a gamble. And then Jordan Addison comes up with that pick where he just picked it yep. from, you know, uh, Traverius Ward. So uh, this is—the the, the 49ers have some issues here that they have to deal with.
1: Well, I think it, it, it's a situation where, like, the the whole weekend slate of games— did not go as any of as us planned. imagined. That's correct. Right? I yeah. remember Sunday, I was still, I was in Miami over the weekend. Um, and Sunday's first slate of games, I was headed over to my parents' house. And my dad I was, my, I thought my dad was calling me because I was, of course, running late. Yeah. Instead, he was calling you me. Never,
2: you never, you're never. Ne- never,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you're never late. <laughs> always
1: on Latino time.
2: My, my family was always on Latino time. Always we late, always but late. worth the
1: wait, I promise. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, dad, I'm on my way. He's like, no. Are you watching? I was listening sort of peripherally because we were trying to get everything together. And so I sat down for a second. I was like, OK, let me just watch Redstone for a little bit. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, but that's how it goes. That's why there are things like any given Sunday. That's why there's there's, you know, fantasy and, and suddenly a guy that you haven't heard of goes off and gives you 30 points on your team. Crazy, crazy game. And yes, that does mean that I was in Miami.
2: Yeah. For Sunday night. And football. you saw that. That was rough. Thought it would be a better showing. I have to say, the Eagles really put pressure on well, Tua.
1: we knew it was not going to be an easy no. game.
2: And with the offensive we line knew. for Miami yeah. banged up as yep. well, that yep. didn't help out.
1: No, didn't help at all. Then Jalen Waddell got banged up too mm-hmm. in the middle of the game, but... Now we get to see the other side of it since they have announced that Hard Knocks in season yeah. will be with the Fantastic. I mean, think yeah. about all those Love personalities,
2: those right? Oh Tyreek, yeah. Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. Christian Wilkins. Yep. There's a lot of guys that I know are going to bring some yeah. entertaining moments to this thing.
1: No question. And we get to see a little bit more of a peek behind the veil. I think the Dolphins have done a great job because uh, Mike McDaniel is so... Um, colorful, right? And he's like pretty open. An eccentric guy. We've seen so many features about him and his story. But now we get to see a little bit more of the dynamics of how this team has continued to build from last year and some of the pitfalls, like what we saw on Sunday night in Philly. Also playing a game in primetime in Philadelphia is no easy task, period. But certainly against a team that, regardless of how they've played, even with their wins, have not been as convincing as I think we were expecting or that we wanted them to be. Well, all right. I guess they they set that straight. Unfortunately <laughs> for me and Finns fans, it was against them. Well, it,
2: una preocupación, right? Mm-hmm. The way that the Dolphins and the 49ers played. Mm-hmm. These are mm-hmm. two teams that we thought were yep. in the top tier yep. of well, teams. Well, even the Bills
1: falling to the Patriots. Exactly. Right. No,
2: exactly. And I think for the Dolphins, what's concerning is they went on the road, lost to the Bills. Mm-hmm. And then here they are. Going on the road, facing a good team, yeah. and the Eagles. This this is a worry. Yeah. Right? If yeah, you're a away fan from because yeah. you you have to win on the road yeah. when it's the postseason. Now, granted, there's still a lot of football to be played, mm-hmm. but sure. it's gonna get a little colder. Yeah. And those yeah. January games.
1: Well, it's gonna be cold in Germany when they fly over and face the reigning Super Bowl champion, yeah, and
2: that's gonna be a fun, and it's a matchup. home game
1: for the Chiefs over there, yeah, quote unquote. Not really a home game for everybody, but you got what I'm saying, like yeah, it's still, yeah. You know, I get what you're saying. Um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm really hoping to see from this in season, um, really what the the structure is of of the coaching staff. How we see Mike sort of out on the field and and how he gets along with the players, but I do know that there is a serious side to him, that there there is is a this is business side to him. So I'm, I know a lot of people want to see the fun stuff, but I'm really looking forward to, all right, this is coach. This is our head coach. And to see how he has started to really structure this team around him and his philosophy.
2: I want to see just practice footage to see how (laughs) Jalen Phillips and mm-hmm. you know Tyreek Hill because we got Jalen Phillips like he was getting animated trying to goad those yeah. Eagles fans when he was making plays. Uh, that is always a fascinating dynamic to see like the offense going mm-hmm. up against the defense. There's a lot of yapping, a lot of talking yeah. trash? I think that's going to be fun. I know McDaniel had said that after their game in Germany, that's when they're expected to film until the end of the season and the Dolphins have the Patriots who mm-hmm. upset the Bills mm-hmm. and are we buying into the Patriots figuring this thing out after one week or yeah, is it or, or is it that the Bills yeah. they just couldn't get it done and they're still trying to figure things out on offense and we just yeah. they're another team that you should be concerned about yes they're 4 and 3 mm-hmm. but Josh allen was running for his life.
1: I will say, I thought in my head I thought maybe the bills would get the in season um hard yeah, that situation. would have been a good that
2: would have been a good one.
1: that would have been interesting it, was there is there another team you would have thought maybe hmm, they're going to get the bid. It makes sense in Miami, though, with everything that's
2: yeah, I think Miami is just more glamour, I think they're I'm the sure. track team you I mean, listen, you, so much personality so much personality but but when you look at the the dolphins they're so fun to watch with the speed, et cetera, but do you think? Their style can be sustainable in the playoffs when you go up a team, go up against a team that's yeah. more ground and pound and power.
1: Um, I think it has to get a lot more physical. I mean, I think we saw them start to really re- rely on uh, Raheem Mostert, especially mm-hmm. in the second half. But then it had started to already get away from them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what's interesting when they do start filming, like you mentioned after Germany. Speaking of Jalen's. That is the slate when Jalen is really supposed to start getting integrated. I think he's coming back now, opening Mm -hmm. that window to get off of um, that IR from that injury. But we will be real interesting to see him get back in there, be fresh, fully, fully recovered. Um, I think there's a lot of layers there, uh, but certainly fixable things. I think people are starting to figure – you can't – Manifest a way of getting people faster against like the Tyreek kills and the Jalen Waddles. That's right, Raheem Most. That's right, right. But you can start to strategize on how to take those players away, which we've seen teams do.
2: And so. we're gonna see Devon Achan coming back mm-hmm. week eleven as well. So
1: second second half of the season.
2: Yeah, yeah. So get, so lots can change. Yeah, yeah, very spicy. Which, by the way, did you get a chance to see Saturday Night Live? With Bad Bunny, yes. well,
1: I haven't sat down and watched it, but I've seen all the clips. You know, they post oh, the skits on social media. So great! I mean, it—it it felt like he was Bad Bunny was talking to us because everything yes. that he does is for la cultura. 100%. Absolutely. The opening monologue when he said, "I'm so happy to be here on Sabado Gigante." Oops. Oh yeah, it I spoke mean, to S-N-O. me. It
2: totally spoke to I me. I
1: tackled a little bit too hard, I think, <laughs> at that joke. But it was because he knew. I'm like, yes. this is for me, gente.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: 100%. I loved it. And having Pedro Pascal on there. That
2: was great.
1: And Marcelo, who is part of the cast of yes. SNL, a Dominican-Cuban, Miami kid. Marcelo, if you're listening.
2: Come on the podcast, please.
1: Ven para acá. Ahorita. Con tu gente. Uh-huh.
2: Con tu familia Our, our
1: official petition. I, I, it it just
2: it just was funny <laughs> seeing Pedro Pascal and then he's just saying, yeah, he's my translator. And then... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah. was it? See? It's like, okay, he just said yes. You know, and then there's the the skit where, you know, he has to bring home his girlfriend yes. to his his tia's house. Yes. And la mamá is there, right? And it's Bad Bunny good. and Pedro Pascal are there. And, and they're the it, tia's and the mom. Yeah. Because this thing is, my my brother even said this at our wedding when he gave his his best man toast. He said, like, you would not bring home a girlfriend to the house unless she's the one. Right, No. Like, Absolutely. that's 100% yes. the truth. Yes. And yes. I, I think people think, like, that's an exaggeration. But that's how it was. But it just w- was funny to see to see Bad Bunny, Pedro Pascal, and, you know, they can't relate to her, right? don't know. It's like, oh, hey, right. está dying, three other you know what mm. I mean? <laughs> and so, uh, I can't relate. Yeah. But then as soon as she says, like, you know, I keep telling you, you need to eat because you don't eat enough. And they're that's like, it.
3: oh, sí,
1: claro, ahorita, yes.
2: mi amor. It
1: all comes back. Food. Yes, all it does back to food. By the way, I went to my parents house. Um, we went to my sister's house, actually. And I silly me. I was like, oh, I'll just order food for all of us. And my mom was like, oh, it's OK. I brought a couple of things. She said I brought a couple of snacks, brought a full lasagna, potato salad, green salad. I was like, mom, give it to me. This is <laughs> I mean, we weren't <laughs> mad about it at yeah, all. Yeah. But she was always like, who's going to order what? Are you kidding me? When your mother <laughs> Is right here. One thing about my mom, she's gonna feed us yeah. one way or another,
2: and she she no regrets. She sounds like an awesome cook. Ah, uh, you know. Uh, so, the best. By the way, you're an awesome interviewer because you interviewed one of the Chargers players.
1: Yes, uh, cornerback Mikey Davis, a proud Mexicano, mm-hmm. Afro Latino. He and his mom it. Anna, who is. An angel on this planet. Sweet, sweet lady. We got to hang out, had some fosole, which is um, Mikey's favorite meal, and just really talked about their journey, her coming here from Mexico City as a single mom with Mikey and not really understanding what was available to her to have this gifted athletic son and really put him in the right positions. But um, their story is beautiful. And we were really able to dive deep into so many things that we talk about here on the podcast. Like it's, you see people on Sunday, right. And you see the Jersey and, um, but you don't know the story that's, that's behind it. And for the two of them, it was just Anna and Mikey, right. Mm -hmm. And Glendale, Mm -hmm. like trying to figure it out, trying to make it. And um, it's really great to see it full circle um, and to see her sacrifices having paid off um, for her son. And she knew that whether he's a football player or not, like Mm -hmm. I know that I did the best for him. And it just reminded me so much of my parents and you know, the stories we've had about your parents as well. Um, It's really cool. If you guys want to check it out, we'll have a lot more to share, including our perro machos and a little platano power on the other side of the break.
0: It's backyard barbecue season. So light up the charcoal or fire up the propane and throw some burgers on the grill. Some people like cheeseburgers, others like hamburgers, and people will argue about pickles until the cows come home. But there's one thing that needs no debate. Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. You add Hellman's, and boom, next level burgers, it's that easy. And then there's the side that every backyard burger cries out for, potato salad. Do you want to know the best secret ingredient? You've probably already guessed it, Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. There are two kinds of potato salad, deliciously irresistible, rich and creamy potato salad, and potato salad made without Hellmann's. It's up to you what you want to serve. For great recipe ideas, visit Hellmann's.com. Donna and her friends were excited to check out a new spot
2: for game night in her Toyota Camry, until they arrived and realized that this particular game night was bingo night. B-14. So Donna and her friends regrouped in the Camry and plotted a winning move to a mini golf course for some tried and true fun. Competitive drives, it's a Camry vibe. The all hybrid Toyota Camry. Toyota, let's go places.
1: There's a story behind every tattoo that's ever been put on skin.
3: Mexico is me and I am Mexico. The culture is who my mom and I are. Being Mexican is who I am.
1: Chargers cornerback, Michael Davis, sees himself reflected in the people that Mexican revolutionary Emiliano Zapata fought for.
3: He basically fought for the poor people. He basically fought for the people who had no voice. And growing up, I had no voice, really. It was uh, different times. I had a different background, hmm. different upbringing with my classmates. And yeah. you know, they ran run around with their fancy cars. We they walked walk everywhere. We'd take the bus everywhere. Live in a one-bedroom apartment in downtown Glendale. Single mom, Ana Martinez, we would just meet her all the time. She is my best friend.
2: I grew up in Mexico City. What I remember it was like just
1: running all over the place.
2: Everybody knows each other.
1: And you know whose kid is with who <laughs> and all the moms are watching. How different was it once you moved to California? It was challenging for me because I don't have no one here. I have my son
2: and I have to do the best for him. I said to myself, I'm just going to teach him what my
0: parents, grandparents taught me.
3: I just feel like being Mexican and being black just makes me unique. So people do seem like you're dark. And then right. you look at my mom and they're like, well, she's light. like, how are you guys related?
1: Growing up, Davis's darker skin raised questions about his Mexican identity. But in middle school, he found a new talent and in the process, discovered a new piece of his identity. I'm just focused on my goal. Hey, hey, hey. Junior high, mm. that's when he
2: started playing flag football, Coach Holmo. He talked to me and he says, you know what, I think Mike, he has something that he can develop and he can be good at it, and that's football. I said to him, but we don't have the means, I don't have the money, and
1: he says, and I'm just letting you know that there's a way. Guided by his mother and coach Steve Holmo, Davis made the transition from starring in track and football at Glendale High School to BYU. After signing with the Cougars as a receiver, he switched to cornerback. Down, a decision that landed him on the Los Angeles Chargers as an undrafted free agent.
0: A what a night in Mexico City. The Chiefs and the LA Chargers, Estadio Azteca.
3: All I knew is that I just wanted my family to be in Estadio Azteca.
1: It makes me emotional because I still remember it. Yeah. Because it was my
2: whole family there,
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, the, the, the I think, the best part of it. What are some of the things that you want to make sure Michael never forgets? The food. <laughs> I don't think that'll be a problem. The food. This one is yeah. called pozole verde. You're going to love okay. it. Pozole is your
3: yeah. favorite Main dish. Main dish. Why? I think it's just because my grandma used to make all the time sure. when I was younger. Especially, we used to go back to Mexico usually every year.
1: It's really good. It's very <laughs> Olvera Street. You remember going I there? I personally
3: don't remember that, yeah. so I'm excited if we yeah. see that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the big matraca. I'm gonna ring this on Sunday for the charges. I'm
3: charges. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, actually. This is a laudo. You can try it. Definitely bring it for yeah. the again. Yeah, definitely. My mom, she always used to tell me that Echalegana used to always give my all. And yep. I try to do that in everything I do in life. I try to portray Mexico as, as much as I can. Reading Mexico makes me feel grounded. keeps me grounded to my mom. keeps me grounded to my family. The culture is who I am.
2: Really resonates with me. And especially yeah. like the stroll down Alvarado too. Mm-hmm. And just hanging out. And you can just see how how proud mikey is of being a mexicano latino Mm -hmm. like what that means to him he's also a local kid as well totally started glendale high school and so um awesome job you totally like were getting the vibe they made it so easy
1: it felt like i was in familia for sure and for him like we talked a lot about intersectionality right because he's like so many people only see that i am a black man which yes it's true but I am also a Mexican man and so mm-hmm. like we talked about like those two things existing at the same time right if they're not mutually exclusive of one another and it's so part so Such a big part of his identity and like what he does. And um it it was really cool. And we had a ton of pozole, which was like kind of spicy, Mm -hmm. but your girl handled it. Yeah. As only you can. It made it paid off though, because on the back end we had tres leches and I crushed that. Tres tres leches. Woo! We had a whole family dinner. It was amazing. Miss Anna, thank you so much. Um, and Mikey, of course, for for letting us in. It was it was really, really great um to catch up with them. And we don't care if it's not Hispanic Heritage Month because obviously we are latinos the whole year round and we celebrate la cultura all year round so um great to be able to share that with you guys and we gotta get to it because in the craziness of a week seven slate there was a lot of things that went different ways but one thing stays constant and Mm -hmm. it's your eye to pick the perro machos yes
2: Perro Machos, lots of great candidates out there. Number one for me was Lamar Jackson. Okay. Okay. Thought vintage Lamar mm-hmm. of what we saw. It looks like that Todd Monken offense. Yep. He's now he's feeling it. more comfortable. We saw him like how Kirk Cousins sliced and diced the 49ers secondary in defense. He did the same with the Lions. who were getting a ton of love, a ton of hype the week before that game. Yep. And the Ravens are saying, no, no, no. Look what we've got. We've got some playmakers, and those playmakers also stepped up. Yeah. Lamar had time. He was able to run and get loose. And when the offense is clicking like this for the Ravens, yep, they are hard to stop.
1: I mean, as I saw them live in person in, in London, and that carried over yeah. seamlessly. And that was a dominant win
2: yes wasn't
1: just like oh we got a little victory statement
2: like, win woo, without a doubt and um, i don't think that like means it. that the lions are going to be circling the drain no no not at, at, all. All. Not at all i think at this all. was just one bad game yeah. and lamar jackson again played like yeah. the lamar jackson mm-hmm. who was an mvp from a few years ago so yeah. He's one of my perro machos. Another one is a rookie, Tyson Baygent.
1: I love this story so much. So
2: great, right? So that good. his dad is a world champion arm wrestler, <laughs> <Yeah>. which got <laughs> Peter him. Schrager and Kyle yeah. Brandt to oh God. go and challenge each other to arm wrestling and created this whole hilariously awkward, tension-filled moment on the yeah. show. But either way, <laughs> back <awkward>. to Baygent. <laughs> His his background is so fun because came from West Virginia, Shepherd College. Yeah. Here he is, thrust into the limelight. He's gonna have to start again. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's just one, and, one done. and done. Right. He has another start coming up and the way that he plays, really poised, really calm, yep. you know, and was he throwing the ball deep? No, but he was making the, Thinking the and his way
1: through. completions
2: mm-hmm. that he had to make. For sure. And even going on that scramble, yeah. and he tries to get the the home crowd into yeah. it. I think it really brought a spark to the team.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was 21 of 29. That's not nothing.
2: No, no, <laughs> not nothing at all. And, and honestly, it's like to be – you know, your your first career start in the NFL.
1: I know. His dad must have been losing oh, yeah. his mind. Because I remember vividly when we're doing the combine and all draft coverage, the story was so interesting because he, he did say there's a lot of parallels in what I did as like an arm wrestling champ, which, yeah. yes, let's be serious. Like, at first you listen to it and you're like, sir. <laughs> not. Quite the same.
2: He's a character. Though. He's a
1: character. Very yeah. colorful. But I get what he's saying in terms of mentality of the competition, of having that dog in him, as we hear the dog mm-hmm. uh, the guy say all the time. So um, I love that he had his moment. I heard a lot of the announcers saying, like, he's a secret Bajant man. They're yeah. going to change his name to I 007. Like he was sort of undercover. Nobody was really paying attention. But this is why the phrase next man up is so important. Like, when your number is called, Be that's ready. your moment. Yeah. You don't know how long you're going to have it. But good for him, man. Yeah,
2: he got the game ball. And now the Bears are going to be playing the Chargers Mm. again. And the Chargers are going to need that win as well. Because again, it seems like the the heat is cranking up a little Mm -hmm. bit on that seat that Brandon Staley is on. Another Pedro Macho has to be A.J. Brown over the last five games over 125 yards receiving ties the NFL record. He is in the same breath Mm -hmm. as Megatron. They call him Mega John in Philadelphia (laughs) in some spots. And he brings another dynamic to this offense that makes them more dangerous. We saw Dallas Goddard get really involved to celebrate National Tight Ends Day. Yeah. And and trying to guard him, he's such a physical wide receiver out there. Mm -hmm. Not an easy guy to take down or to cover.
1: I just remember even just his transition from when he entered the league. He was always fast and shifty, but he's gained so much more muscle. Like, he's such a bigger-bodied receiver now as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And the proof is in the pudding. Like, when he goes out there, he's really tough to stop and really tough to to bring down. Now that great choices. So those
2: are the choices, but I have an honorable mention one. (gasps) And it goes to a coach, Mike Tomlin. Oh, boy. A soundbite machine. <laughs> yes, low right now. Let's hear Mike Tomlin after the big win against the Rams.
1: But I just love to fight in this group. Um, they don't blink, man. They cut their eyelids off, man. They, they, they go at it, and and it is. I, like I told them, it's not a compliment. It's required. I'm just acknowledging it. Um, mm. We better be prepared to fight every time we step into a stadium, man, because that's what mm. the National Football League is about.
2: <laughs> yes, indeed. What do you think?
1: I mean, the visual is just <laughs> uncant- <laughs> right in time for Halloween. Um, it's giving saw. Yeah. It's giving yes. horror flick. Uh, but I understand what he says it and you can just see it in his face, right? In yeah. his eyes. He wasn't blinking. No, quite frankly, through that he was press not
2: conference. He was not. And that Steelers offense, fun to watch. Pickett to Pickens, mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson back, made yeah. a big Starting difference. Jalen Warren, yeah, yeah. Najee Harris. And they're gonna face a low-key, pretty good team matchup in Jacksonville yeah think about those two Mm -hmm. teams potentially playoff bound so those are my perro machos but we had to play the Tomlin sound
1: I know it's too good okay so so
2: you know if you have to have that that perro macho in you yeah but the the perro macho means nothing if you don't have platano power
1: platano power Um, yes, it was very clear that they had several helpings of Platanos yesterday mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Um, and we got to go with the QB, Kirk yeah. Cousins. Yeah, Kirk. Kirky. Yeah. Kirko Chains. Kirko Chains. Yeah. Which, by the way, did you see after Justin Jefferson in the postgame and you just ran over to him? You know what was going to happen. Chain. I knew it. <laughs> I love it so much. But 378 yards, two touchdowns, nobody got to him. Clean no, jersey. No, throughout. that
2: O-line did their job. Did
1: their job. They are all. They are my honorable mention mm-hmm. for uh, Palatano Power because without them holding it down like that, Kirk would not have been able to play the way that he did. So good job, Kirk. Great stuff at primetime at home against the team that I consider probably still the best teams in the league yeah. against the 49ers. Not an easy game to win Um, and definitely came down to the wire for sure. They were just one score out. From yeah. Actually, um, getting it back in that thing, and the other one, same game. Jordan Addison, Jordan Addison, Let's the go, rookie
2: Rook. out of SoCal. Let's yeah,
1: go Rook, 123 yards, two touchdowns, six touchdowns already on the season. Are you kidding me? Yeah, what a way to start your NFL career and stepping up when Justin Jefferson is down. Mm-hmm. That's those are not easy shoes to fill. I know, and, I'm not saying and. that it's apples apples, but like that's a big task. To jump in there and do
2: and a big test because he was wrestling the ball away uh-huh. it felt like yes. a few different occasions which are various ward yes. who's not an easy guy to he, go up against no and he was able to hold his own well yep. was running great routes confident. getting open yep. confident and i think definitely the platano power they needed that win mm-hmm. badly yeah and the defense as we mentioned with B flow too so Honorable maybe now B-flow. Yeah, 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 maybe B yeah, Flow. Yeah. So now they have the Packers, and you look at the rest of their schedule. Yeah. For the Vikings, it could potentially set up nicely. Yeah. That's if they play the way that they did against the 49ers.
1: Yeah, they brought the Packers, the Falcons, the Saints, Broncos, Bears. I mean, right? I mean, the rest of their it's schedule is favorable, very favorable, especially the way some of these teams have been playing i would still be concerned about the lions who they face later in the year yeah. just because they had that loss now that's still a team that i'd be very worried about um if you have them on your schedule but yeah I, vikings fans once again i think we could be talking yeah. talking about this being a, a postseason team and you would, should not be surprised if that's how it ends up all right rolling into week eight yeah
2: let's do this
1: what's your punto?
2: Uh, my punto is I, first off, love to see all the teams playing because yes. I don't have to worry about my fantasy football team. Oh, because God. if you have to worry about your fantasy football team, that means a waiver wire, you know, bin, I'm you know, w- waiver wire, bin shopping, etc. cetera. So uh, my punto is that we're going to see all these teams and we're going to start to see more and more the personalities of these teams. Yeah taking shape as mm-hmm. we have, and for maybe the teams like the Dolphins, like the yeah. 49ers, these are just bumps in the road. 100%. And then the other aspect of it, so I guess this is a 2 punto: is we've got the October 31st trade deadline. Yes. We already saw Kevin Byard mm-hmm. being traded from the Titans to the Eagles. The Eagles are much better. Yep. And with the Raiders and how things are going with them, does somebody – go out and trade for Devontae Adams? Is he out there for the taking? And if he goes to a team that has Super Bowl aspirations, he might be the difference maker for them. Yeah. Right. So those are kind of my puntos because again, these identities have to be Mm -hmm. really defined because now we're going to see who's in it to win it and who could potentially be, trading on october 31st
1: it's in essence the halfway point of the season and we have an extra an extra week now yeah but more or less the halfway point at this um at this level in week eight and i do agree with you my we punto is along those same in that same vein i think the teams that we were expecting to be really tough have been Mm -hmm. but the teams who needed to start to figure it out are doing that
2: yeah and yeah. that
1: is great for all of us because it means really competitive, really tight, really physical games, which is exactly what you want to see here in the middle of the season. As we start to get into the crispier, crispier weather, as I call it, <laughs> yeah. you're making the hot chocolate um, with any variations before you head out to a game day. These are the matchups that you really want to get to. And it makes it more unpredictable. Like yeah. I, I, I want to see a team that I, I don't want it to be. I want my dad to be upset. Yeah, not because I don't love him, but because it makes our conversations that much more interesting.
2: Spicy, yeah. Yeah, claro. a little bit more spicy. Más picante. Yeah. No?
1: He gets upset because he doesn't pick them correctly. <laughs> 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 and then gets upset at me for not giving him more guidance. But I, told, I we're know, friends puppy. off now with the whole Bill situation having come to light. So I don't help him as much in his campaign.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. But that's a four and three, you know. yeah, It's that, a lot. Yeah.
1: So stay on your toes, stay frosty, and stay coming back and hanging out out with us every week on a huddle uh will yeah we love you guys here
2: yeah absolutely this is the spot somos familia hang out download subscribe yep. like all of that and do yourself a favor again if you are like mj and i and if you're listening to this it sounds like you would be you have to watch the the bad bunny please I'm go back you. and watch
1: us and oh my god it's so good and then let us know what you think
2: yes please, and please. as a matter of fact i hope that we get to a point by the way i, I love bad bunny i'm just saying. Yes. This, I just, I love his music. My son uses that as his walk-up music in, in baseball. Huh. He would be great to do the Super Bowl. I don't know if he still has the the universal appeal, but hopefully he's going to get there where they peck, pick him. been
1: screaming this for years now. Maybe he'll, maybe him and Usher are our friends, and we don't know, and he'll pop up. That would he be has awesome. been part of the Super Bowl before. Remember, what, in Miami with Shakira oh, yes. and j Jay- oh, yes. yes, yes. He popped in. But I'm he saying when he's it, the one calling the shots. Center. Yes, That's I. That's what I want to see. Now our Ari Punto has gone off the road. We're just okay. manifesting things. Yes, guys. yes, we are. That's all it is. But we'll be right back here next week before yep. I head off to Germany uh, on a Halloween y um, episode. Yeah. yeah. Are we dressing up? We got to figure it out. I'm not. Oh,
2: yeah. well, we'll see.
1: Yeah. We'll I'll see. just wear orange or something. <laughs> lazy, lazy, lazy. All right, guys.
2: All right. Gracias. Adios. See you next time. hermana.
0: 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.